Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 4, Episode 12, Trouble the Water. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching Season 4 of Ozark for the very first time because it's relatively new at this point. Although I'm sure I'm late to the game here. Most of you have already seen all of it. Don't spoil it for me. At any rate, I am here with a former student of mine and my co-host. A scale from 1 to 10, with 10 being pure podcast gold. He's uh, 9, maybe 9.5. It's Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Thank you, Mr. Sal. I appreciate that. It's good. Welcome. It's good. Not a 10, though. So I got to strive. It's like a typical <laughs> teacher. Go, oh, you can always improve. <laughs> Yeah, I do, I do remember getting a 99 on my report card one year for one course for more one quarter of a course mm-hmm. and, and saying but I didn't get anything wrong the whole t- the whole quarter why don't I get 100 nobody's perfect said the teacher yeah <laughs> yeah I've had teachers before like you don't get out this is not gonna 100 because you, you can always improve which yeah, is exactly. yeah okay fair enough well I guess I can't argue yeah. with that so well, anyway, Kurt, I know I'm not easy to love, but I also know I am good at guessing your rating. So I'm going to try to go ahead and do that right now. Hmm. I am going to say uh, uh, your rating for this episode is completely dependent on the level of patience you have for the Nathan story, I think, because that, that is the bulk of this episode. There's a little bit of other stuff going on with Navarro and with uh, uh, Jim and uh schaefer but even that is yeah ruth and is, rachel is connect- yeah ruth and rachel even a lot of that stuff is connected to the nathan stuff so uh i don't think you're as into the nathan stuff as you are the other stuff in the episode so i'm gonna say you you still like it but you're gonna give it a nine out of ten okay and i mean i think you clearly like the nathan stuff so uh <laughs> yeah you definitely gave it a ten i mean you already like the undertones of religion in this and this episode's full of it so oh you think <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you, you definitely gave it a 10 oh interesting uh i actually only gave it a nine nathan started oh. to go under my skin i wanted him gone this episode <laughs> i gave it a nine <laughs> as well but <laughs> so you got me right yeah. all right <laughs> yeah see i told you I'm, I'm excellent at guessing your ratings i guess yeah. for yeah. this week <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, you got you got me spot on there. Yeah, I gave it a nine. Yeah. I thought I I could be talked up to a ten, but I don't think you're gonna talk me up to a ten. Nah, probably not. I, I, I will tell you, like the the religious overtones, I'm fully on board with. I I love it. Yeah, I, it's, they're good. It's so good, and and I just I think it's really impressive how they have spent this entire second half of the season really r- hyper focused on that one conversation that Wendy had with Father Benitez. Like it's, I mean, that one line that he said, like peace comes from contrition, confession, absolution, and penance. Like he he laid out this entire second half of the season for us in that one line. Uh, and, And that's, and it's, I mean, it's so prevalent all over the place. We've got in this, in this episode alone, We've got Mel talking about his higher power and, and then Mel literally getting absolution from the Chicago police department. Right. <laughs> We've got Sam's baptism. We've got Maya's threat. At one point she threatens Marty and Wendy, like God knows, like, you know what I mean? Uh, Wendy at the end, Wendy showing contrition, when have we ever seen that? She's like on her knees, literally on her knees, begging for forgiveness and apologizing to her father. So there's contrition right there. Ruth gets literal absolution in this episode. It's, it's <laughs> literally a, in the name of the yeah. law. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, so it is really, it's really awesome. I, I, I think it's unlike anything Ozark has ever done where they've laid out a theme so clearly and stuck to it for this many episodes this is unbelievable yeah. so yeah anyway the the big reason why i mean i love the episode i just want to give the, the mm-hmm. main gripe as to why i gave it a nine out of ten or at least one of the gripes one mm-hmm. being that car scene at the end just really really makes this worse like this whole i like, know. I, I, I love i love that you know 
Wendy fights so hard to keep the kids, right? They're even willing to have Navarro in there longer. She even, you know, eventually bends the knee and agrees for the rigging machines in Michigan with yeah. Wisconsin. But like, so I was like, oh, wow, they're actually going to go with Nathan. And then I thought for a second, oh, but they'll be back at some point. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I know. Like, I know they'll be back because of the, the car know. scene. Huh. I, I, you know, unless that's just a dream, which I think we've talked about and, and we'd be just, I hope it is. Us. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with if it's a dream at that, at this point, I am kind of hoping it is because honestly, I, I how many times I think it's every episode, almost every episode, <laughs> at least of, of, since we saw that, that we've said, Man, this scene would be so much more sus- suspenseful if we didn't already know they're all going to end up in the car crash together. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, at <laughs> first I was like, ah, I don't mind the premiere of the season. Like, oh, whatever. I'm, I'm sure they'll fix it at some point. We'll, we'll see yeah. this car accident. But like, there's there's two more episodes after I this. know we got two more episodes. Yeah, I mean, we thought that car crash was going to happen at the mid-season finale, yeah. not the season finale. But two episodes. I, yeah, there's only two episodes left. You know, and the other the other piece of it is I I feel I personally feel very vindicated by the that low eight rating that I gave the premiere episode. Oh yeah, because, yeah, because that that car crash scene, that first scene, has been the worst thing about this whole final. That scene gets episodes. a zero. That, that, that yeah. scene's the worst. That scene like seldom is there a scene that like removing it would make the show so much better. Like just, I know. I th- like I said, I keep giving them benefit of the doubt. Well, maybe it does make yeah. it better. I haven't seen it yet. Blah blah blah. But like I really, yeah. I really don't think so. I, I, I would, it, so. at the very least, we've already lost so much suspense along the way to whatever they have planned. Even if it is spectacular, mm-hmm. we've lost so much suspense along the way. Was it worth? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, that is my major gripe with this episode. Uh, Some minor gripes of this episode. I I am done with Nathan. Like, like I've he's under my skin now, and I kind of just. What about what what about him's under your skin? Uh, Well, he is. It's a similar feeling I had to when Ben got injected in season three. Okay, it's like. Oh my God! They've got enough to deal with. Can you just dismiss this guy somehow? Like, just get him out of there, because it, 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 it's it's like so many fronts already. And I'm I'm just in my head juggling the plates with with the FBI and the cartel uh, and and everything that's going on with Ruth. Uh, and this is just like another plate that they've thrown on there that's spinning and very precariously. But anyway, uh, so I, I, you know, again, it comes down to suspense. Like there's not even suspense to this. Like we know the kids are going to be back with Marty and Wendy within the next two episodes. Yeah. So, so, and, and Nathan just as a character kind of grates on me because I just can't, I can't bring myself to be sympathetic for toward see, him. See, Mr. Sa- I I'm with you almost all the way. I mean, Nathan, whatever. I I, I think I'm I don't I can deal with him. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you almost all the way until the last thing he says in this episode when he tells Wendy, "I'm going to show them <laughs> like who you really are." Because yeah. that was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean by that <laughs> i know i know now 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 i'm i'm hooked in for nathan I'm... yeah well and then that kind of what you just said kind of plays into what the kids said at the end of the episode which is you know i think marty says that nathan's not a good guy he's a monster yeah. and 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 the kids say but how do you know that like, yeah it's all according to Wendy. everything that mom yeah. says like and so so it does make me wonder like yeah, but for the devil like we have seen him say some things about Wendy, mm-hmm. but what if he's mm-hmm. kind of justified? I mean, the one, the the one was some of it does not feel justified. Like you're hard to love. The yeah. she, you know, she was the more troublesome of my two children or whatever. I, I well, don't know. He does. He doesn't say that she's hard to love. She says that twice in this episode. She says she it says because it. he told it to her to her face. When did he tell her that? Uh, it was when they were arguing about ben not before he found out the truth mm-hmm. so it was not this episode no it's not this well he already knew the truth from last episode well actually mm-hmm. it's either last episode it was last episode because i i thought it was last episode okay I, I believe it was last episode okay when wow. when 
Wendy tried explaining it away as um he ran off to Memphis or something. Okay. So might you say that he's living in her head rent free? Yeah, I would definitely say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 cheaply. Yeah. <laughs> like la- lazy O levels of, of funding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the other the other just two minor gripes that I had here. Um just not enough cartel stuff. I, I really I got so into the cartel stuff in the previous two episodes there just wasn't enough in this one for me yeah, to get one scene my teeth into yeah yeah it's basically and, them going go oh no we <laughs> navarro's <laughs> gonna be so mad and they see navarro and he's mad and they're like, oh navarro's <laughs> so mad we have to make sure he's happy and then that's, that's basically the cartel stuff yeah exactly so uh, this late Camillo, in the season yeah. yeah this late in the season i i kind of wanted to focus more on that but um and then the other thing is and this is one of the one of these uh, maybe they'll come back and explain it better later because they they like to do that. But like, I'm furious that Jonah left the goat on the counter at the Lazio. <laughs> it just it seems so impossible that he would do that. First of all, well, I I just took it as like he has like he hasn't moved yet. Like I don't I don't I don't think they were leaving right then. But and he there. knows he knows what's in there. And oh, he knows okay. he knows that Sam's gonna be there. Sam's gonna open up the cookie jar to get a cookie, and there's no cookies in there. No, he well, he told Sam, listen, there's cookies in this jar. A lot of cookies, actually. <laughs> but don't take a single one. I'll know. <laughs> and then, and then he yeah. walked off and so yeah. like, well, darn. Well, so, oh, yeah, no. they'll probably explain something like that exactly <laughs> next time. I don't think they'll explain anything. I, I don't think no, they will. I don't I either. I don't either. And I, this this seems like a hole to me. Like, how, why would Jonah leave that there? He knows better. Than I will say there. this. It would be amazing if he left it there and Bill's like, oh, cookie jar. And <laughs> he went to go. Well, he <laughs> certainly he certainly recognized it. Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing. He, he looked at it. He looked at it. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So, anyway. This cookie jar has just been like the the rosebud of this whole season. If you get that reference, I don't get that reference. It's a Citizen Kane reference. Anyway, you've never seen Citizen Kane. I've never right? seen Citizen Kane. No. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. So anyway, it's uh, it, it's it's been there. It's it's just been kind of driving the whole season. But anyway, uh, I, I didn't think it would be this, be this important when we first saw it. But I mean, it makes sense now why they made such a big deal out of that scene where she buys it. Yeah, yeah, because that is that is important. The goat arm. Yeah. Right? Also, sort of we always wondered why it was a goat, and I, I had forgotten. But Ruth reminds us. She may have reminded us in the second episode, in the previous episode. But I just remembered that she says, you know, Ben wanted to be a goat farmer. He wanted to raise goats. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Sensible. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, I'm glad I guessed your rating. Uh, I'm glad you agreed with me, um, and I think uh, I'm ready to start uh, looking into the Survivor series a little bit. How, oh. how do you survive the series? Uh, I mean, everybody's in play now. I think, right? <laughs> Except for Evans. Evans is the only person we haven't seen in forever. Yeah, I'm getting what Wilkes. I <sighs> man. It'd be really hard to, to come up with a scenario where Wilkes dies right now. Yeah. I would say the same for Jim because he already survived one. Yeah. Running. Like, I think he's safe now. I think he already had his, his luck of, um, yeah. of danger. I don't know. I, I think Sam will be fine. I hope Navarro, I N- Navarro. Oh, you think can't Sam will be cannon fodder. You think he'll die? No, no. I, I, I think that, I don't think we're going to get a lot of death between now and the end. I, I really don't. I think I think it's a way less death than we thought. Like I don't yeah. think unless next episode is like bang, bang, bang. I really... I mean season season two was like that. Season two it was like all of a sudden like yeah. four drop, main characters drop, drop. Died, yeah. died right at the end. So it was it was it was pretty amazing like that. It was like who was it, it was Cade and it was Petty and. Uh, um... Jacob Snell. J- Jacob Snell was like, oh my <laughs> huge, god! Like, yeah, uh, the last two, and last not, two not, not huge characters, and not in the last two episodes, but Mason died. Who was, yeah, notable. and so did Buddy. Buddy, Buddy died. died yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It's like, the, oh man. Anyway, yeah, the biggest character uh, that died in this season that was here before, in previous seasons, Frank Senior. 
No, Darlene and Wyatt. I don't know. I think Frank Senior is pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> he meant a lot to me, Mr. Sal. <laughs> He's the only blemish on your record right now. <laughs> he meant a lot to me. He meant All everything. Right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. How about this title? What do you think of this? Trouble the Water? Just terrible title. I mean, look, okay. Well, that's why I feel. I don't like the title. Okay. Well, uh, do you, you can defend have it if a... you want. Well, I'll defend Defend it, but like, yeah, because I, I, I do like it. it. Um, so I, I don't know if you're familiar with the song "Wade in the Water." I am familiar with the song "Wade in the Water." Okay, and and Sam was whistling it mm-hmm. while he was at the front desk. He had been baptized. The song that song is about baptism, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the lines in it is uh, "Wade in the Water." God's gonna trouble the water, which means okay. Well, fine, fair enough then. Yeah, okay, the yeah, okay. yeah. Which, but it's also what it means is God's gonna stir up the healing waters so and i mean throughout this whole episode we see all this absolution and contrition throughout the whole episode so i, I actually really like this one so i'll walk it yeah. back i mean i okay i'll walk it back i mean i don't love the title still because i didn't get okay. it okay but um i'll leave it there okay all right i'll tell you what i actually don't love is the symbols so let's talk about the symbols here <laughs> 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 okay you don't like the symbols i do not, not like a bottle you told me like a, a bottle is not a great symbol to you or like something that might look like a cell or like it's a swimming pool but i looked at that i thought it was a cell so did I. I i had to, it really took me a minute to figure out what it was i was like well i'm glad kurt's gonna have to come up with what that is because i don't know what it is yeah. then i figured it out but anyway yeah it, it's that it was interesting all right so the the z is barbed wire uh, which it's, it's interesting to actually the, the two prison scenes in this episode are right are back to back yes the, so so it's the omar and camilla or omar's in prison but the birds go to visit him with camilla um so there's that and then we're back right after that episode or scene uh ruth goes to visit whatever his name is tommy timothy yeah timothy yeah, yeah. so there you go uh so that, that's that's what the barbed wire is for yeah. Uh, the swimming pool, uh, the one at the lazy O, it's where Sam gets baptized. Which, yeah, I question for you, Mr. Sal, for getting baptized, are there any requirements to like the water in which you get baptized? Because I see like you know, kids get baptized in a church, mm-hmm. like, and it, de- it depends on like, the religion, lakes. okay? Yeah, depends on the religion. It depends, I was like, is the swimming pool allowed? Like, swimming pool cool, uh, it depends on the religion, okay? Yeah, so, so yeah, um, it you know, it in Catholicism, you probably need the baptismal thoughts in the church like um like navarro's uh, kid oh yeah navarro's kid yes exactly yeah uh but for many uh, protestant religions they they will do it in rivers lakes uh like in the leftovers mm-hmm. uh or pools like here so you know uh if you've ever seen the righteous gemstones they do mass baptism in a pool which is quite funny uh anyway the uh the um a uh, big love, which is an HBO series about uh, um, polygamists, uh, they do baptisms in the pool. So that's a it was a sect of Mormonism that was still polygamist, and they were doing pool baptisms. But anyway, uh, so it just it depends on the denomination. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The R is a wine bottle, I assume. So there you go. I and I, the only connection I could think of here is. Wendy is drinking wine when Nathan okay. knocks on the door to serve her. We've got two different things. For this oh, thing. I okay. took this as um when Ruth and Rachel come to visit Charles Wilkes, he like pours him drinks. Oh yeah, yeah, it's that's like, true. It's like chat. Yeah, I, I mean that. Plan. So that's that, why I took that it looks- as. That looked like some kind of whiskey that he poured out of a decanter, like a crystal decanter. I don't, uh, listen, I did not go back and look at the scene at all, Mr. Sal. Okay. I just saw the symbol and went, I think that's what it is. So yeah. just take that okay. take that with that grain of salt. <laughs> okay. I, I I think it's probably more likely mine, but... <laughs> no, we can't. Yeah, no, if, if, if the bottle's not there, I'm the, not the bottle's, defend it. The bottle's not there for Wendy either. Oh. It's, there's no bottle. There's a glass of wine. I don't see the bottle. Then I go back to mine. No, I like mine more than. But yours is definitely not a bottle. It's a decanter. It's a crystal, like, cut glass, like, um, 
mm-hmm. rectangular shaped, not bottle shaped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of a <laughs> bottle though? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, the last symbol is uh, the guitar, Wyatt's guitar, which is uh, what um, Sheriff Ronnie brings back to Ruth because Timothy stole it and he thinks that he's the one that killed Darlene and Wyatt. He pawns it off for drugs. So, And that is the uh, K. All right. So then, what are we going to go with for let's 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 talk about the shape of the letters first. Okay. We usually do the representation, but let's talk about the shape first. The, the best shaped letter, the one that looks the most like the letter it's supposed to look like, in my mind, is this the bar. The, yeah, there's this only is, one choice. Yeah, the barbed wire is amazing. It's a really good one. <laughs> it's really good because. They would really create. They made a. They made a cursive Z. I would have. That's that is awesome. Genius. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, so good. I don't know. If the regular Z would have looked bad. Maybe we yeah. have. We missed it. We were like, oh, this is a terrible Z. But yeah, I don't think yeah. they have. I don't recall well, them ever doing cursive Z. When I first saw this, I was like, "Wait a minute, I don't see a Z there." And then I was like, "Oh no, yes, I do. That's yeah. a cursive Z." Yeah, <laughs> that's just... how I felt. I was like, "What's yeah. the Z?" I'm like, "Oh," I was like. Like, is this a three? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that was really, really good. So that was that, right. yeah, easily. Now the worst one. Yes. Hmm. It's kind of hard. <laughs> uh, uh I, th- I I think I it is hard because these are really bad. These other three are so bad. I think oh I know God. which one I want to pick though. I no, do, I, do I don't. Ah, I'm I'm picking I'm the tired. pool. I the, the pool is I, I, so bad. Okay, I'll go with the pool t- between the pool <laughs> and the bottle for me. Yeah, like the case hard, so that's why I'll give. Like it, that's still a terrible K. It's an awful K. <laughs> I just like they could have made it a better K, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's just I, I don't I, know either. But the K's hard to do. K's the hardest. So I'll give it the pass. A and R. R's R they did the, the, the to do, but they, they did like they, the shadowing, like the, the lighting yep. of it. So yep. like it kind of looks like an R, but I kind of think that's cheaty. Like yep. just putting an R over the, the symbol is what basically all they did. They went, okay, here's uh, the, the thing, and we put a, an R on top of it. But the A is I nothing. I don't see the A at all. You're right. Yeah, like, at least that has an attempt. The A has not, the like, A is just like an amoeba. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was like, is that an amoeba? Is it some kind of cell? What is this? I like I I could not, and even once I knew, I mean, I know it's the A, and I'm looking for the A, and I don't see the A anywhere. So like, is that are they trying to make a lowercase A or a capital A? I can't tell. And, and you know the, you know what's the suckier part too? They really could have made a good A out of this. Uh-huh. Like if they just made like a, a more I, I know the Pool might not be a circular, but we'll make it a little more circular of a pool. And you mm-hmm. take the little diving pool and you put it as like the tip of a of a lowercase a that's on the right, uh-huh. on the right hand side. Boom, like yeah. diagonal. I think that would look good. Yeah, could. I think then. I think, I think then. I think then we're good. So I think this would even have potential. So yeah. Well, all right. Let's talk about the representation of the episode and what is the best. What's the worst? Huh. I, it's easy for me to pick the worst representation of the episode. It's the bottle because I don't even know which scene they're yeah, talking yeah, no, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle's definitely the worst. It could be yeah, so that, that, yeah. Um, but the best representation of the episode, I don't think any of these are particularly good. Like there's, there's nothing that no. represents the, the, the Nathan, main storyline. Yeah, the, the the Nathan or Mel storylines. Like, there's the pool is the closest thing, and that's not really an part of the I would say the barbed wire is the closest that, one to it because at least it's Marty and Wendy meeting Navarro yeah. and that was yeah. kind of and a it's bit Ruth, on that. Ruth and meeting Ruth. Timothy yeah so I guess I, I guess I'll say barbed wire also I agree yeah. yeah I agree but yeah so th- that not was, good not good symbols though. these are not great scenes symbols yeah uh, but that barbed wire looks pretty damn good I I, I will definitely give oh yes yes the barbed wire is excellent yeah high marks Yes. Okay. Favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. I pick for you your favorite scene. Um, did you just talk about any of it? Uh, I, I think you may have gone with the chalk and just picked the last scene. That's, okay. that's one of the few scenes that you've talked about being really genuinely interested in. So, yeah, I, I, I think that's the chalk and that's that's what you picked. So, I'll, hmm, what did you pick? I don't think there's any chance you're going to get this. I don't think I will. Either. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I don't think you're going to maybe you'll disagree with me. I didn't think there was a particularly great scene in this one where like, I don't think I even have a short list of scenes. Like mm-hmm. there's not 
there's not like a set of scenes that are better than the rest. They're all just kind of scenes yep. and like almost all like these scenes could be on my short list. Like there's not very much competition yep. between them. No, so, I totally agree. Yeah. There's not, I, there's not I, I, got, I, I, I narrowed it down to four that I like the best. And, and the one that I picked, like I'm even surprised by it, the one that I, I, I think, I think you picked Mel calling his sponsor. Ah, uh, okay. No, that was not the one you did. Darn it. Okay. Mine, <laughs> mine, mine was I just did I just did um Marty Wendy meeting uh, Kamala and uh Navarro. That's what I did. <laughs> the one connection to the cartel <laughs> in the entire episode. <laughs> it was literally like that. I wish you had more <laughs> time. In, time I, know. I know. I know. Uh, I I gotcha. Uh it, I I did pick a Mel scene, but not that one. Like Mel's story was the most interesting part of this episode. Definitely, actually. Uh, and it's the scene where the birds first present him with his reinstatement papers. Mm, I, I, that I is that is a good it. one. When yeah, he's, he's like, oh, because he's he's torn. He's, oh, and, and I'll, I was gonna say for that scene when they give him the papers, I was like, oh, he's gonna refuse this. The, yeah. the birds are screwed. He's gonna refuse this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it looks. I thought he really was going to, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was so impressed. I was like, "Wow, Mel just became my favorite character in this episode." If I could vote for him on TV time, I would have. But, <laughs> oh, exactly. but he's not a votable character. Why, why I mean, would it be your favorite off that scene? Not just because of that scene. It, everything that went came after yeah. that because of that. It's actually, Maya's line sums it up really nicely. You know, he's so he is he, he's taking the deal right. No, he's weighing his humanity like yeah. i was like oh yeah. <laughs> like that is exactly it you know it, it, there's i can't believe how well he played that inner conflict in that scene I, it was so impressive to me the, just the it, it's what it's everything he's ever wanted and these people that he's presenting that are presenting him with it he despises them so much that if they mm-hmm. even open their mouths he says shut the f up yeah. Like, like it's it's really he's he is just in anguish over this it's like the, right. the hardest decision you could have given the man yeah i i really i'm kind of torn now from this episode because uh one part like if we don't see mel again i'm okay with that like they kind of told the story and i feel mm-hmm. like this is a fine story to tell like even though they don't seem corruptible or corruptible like it's kind of what they just said here like mel yeah. I would have said I don't. I think this guy's like Maya. He's you. You. You're not going to be able to corrupt this guy whatsoever. Yeah. They. They got him. Uh, Maya's done some shady stuff. I mean, she met with Navarro and stuff. I mean, she's done some shadier things. Not quite though. Um, but yeah. I. So if they don't show Melgan, fine. I. I get that. But I kind of do want to see Melgan. You <laughs> know, I, he's, think- he's growing on me now. I like. I, I like Mel. The, the, he, this episode went such a long way in making me like this character. Yeah. Like, I, it makes me want to go back and watch the entire rest of the season and just focus in on Mel because he was so good in this episode. And I do think, I do think we're going to see him again because uh, because they gave us that last scene with Sam and they gave us the the cookie jar there. Yeah, that, you, uh, you, you, think, he, you think he's going to come back? He's like, oh, yeah. I mean, he yeah. he he already has called attention to that cookie jar twice in two different episodes. Yes, and now he's like, they, they don't show us those things. The smoking cookie jar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't the, the Chekhov's cookie jar. <laughs> Chekhov's goat. So <laughs> they they don't show us him calling attention to the cookie jar not once but twice, and then noticing it in this episode so i i think he'll be back and i think it's going to be an important part of where the season yeah. series goes from there yeah so he he, he, he took a shot I, I don't know if this counts as the shot at the birds i was predicting oh maybe it'll be another one this definitely was the shot at the birds though i would have been i mean it definitely i mean i mean i mean i think it still is just they had and they had to deflect it and to deflect it they've now yeah. ultimately they've had to what's it I mean, they could they could have just given up their kids willingly, but instead they um now gave Schaefer vote rigging machines in Michigan and yeah, they, Wisconsin. They didn't <laughs> even get out of it what they needed to get out of it. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, that's rough. Oh man. So in a way, Mel just lo- rigging of elections occur in uh yeah. Michigan, Wisconsin. In a way, I hope he knows that. It's, and that's about way. It's it's really interesting too because that that's a really great point. Like if he had that information. 
you know, would, would that help him make his decision? You know? <laughs> oh, man. Although technically, it's not him that they gave up the voting machines for. It was Omar that they gave up the voting machines yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. But, but, to, but to stop his evidence from coming to light. Yeah. So. That's pretty roundabout. But yes. It's, oh, right. super roundabout. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can keep the chain going. Oh, yeah. Definitely not Mel's <laughs> fault. Just. Yeah. Butterfly effect, if you want to call it. So, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, any other preamble you want to talk about before we get into the scene by scene rundown? No, no. Okay. Well, let's run through this. Charlotte picks up Jonah, and they go to the sheriff's office, and she pays the sheriff twenty thousand dollars in cash to get Marty and Wendy out of jail because remember they are probably in jail because of the assault on the motorist from the end of the previous episode. I was curious to what happened to Marty at the end of the last episode because he started walking off. Like yeah. I was like, I went, like they didn't walk back to the car. He just started walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so back home, um, this is actually on my short list for favorite scenes. Uh, Marty tries to figure out why Wendy pulled Camilla in, and she wants her engaged and close so that it's harder for her to make another move. He's not sure now, though, how to funnel money to the FBI because he's got to do it under Camilla's nose. Mm. Uh, and he's also not sure why he had that outburst. And, and she says, I, I know exactly why. And she says, I'm not easy. I know I'm not easy to love. And she would understand if he wanted to leave once they're clear of all this. So like the, the self-loathing that comes across in Wendy in this episode is like I, nothing that we've seen before. No, it's, like, it's all non-genuine though. Yeah. She's just copying oh, what I her father said. No, she's just copying I, what her father said. Oh, I don't, but I don't think it's non-genuine. I think that when he said it, it incepted it in her and she can't, she can't get it out of her brain. Like it's, it's just that, that it, it's like burnt, it's seared this into her brain that she's not easy to love her father can't love her her husband can't love her her son can't love her like i think this is actually how she's feeling like she's an unlovable person maybe it's hard to tell yeah i i, <laughs> I it is hard to tell what I, I, I i think at the end it's more genuine like that's definitely I, genuine to yeah agree i i, I think yeah. she repeats it again she says i know i'm not easy to love like mm -hmm. i I think she has like she actually believes this, and, and I mean, to be fair, she hasn't done much to contradict that. So anyway, <laughs> but but she, I mean, I think she is genuinely feeling that, and it, th that's one of the reasons why I love this scene so much. This was on my short list for favorite scenes. It's a good one. All right, next, Mel tells Nathan that he believes Ben was killed by Nelson, and he tells him that Marty and Wendy were investigated by the FBI. Wilkes. Same day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> always. Always got to be shoe hammer. Well, you should, you should, as a teacher, I, I hope you're aware you should cite your sources. <laughs> well, I, let me tell you something. I, I, I kept thinking about, in this episode, I kept thinking about One Way Out. So if you're going to shoot hammer your season two, uh, you know, underdog pick in. I'm going to do the same for me. All I'm saying is my... Mel, Mel and Petty aren't too dissimilar. No, I, I uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. There's Mel, Mel, Mel seems a lot more, a lot more business and a lot less yeah, personal. Listen, he's, he, he, I think if you take Mel and rewind back when he was a cop, him and Petty aren't too dissimilar. Obsessive. Uh, I don't know about that. Taken. Like, when I say obsessive, I mean, drugs <laughs> taken. <laughs> I mean, I think Mel has a much stronger moral compass than than Petty. Oh does. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But like, there's some similarities though. See, I kept thinking about Wendy and Mason in, in that basement, and and all the religious conversation that they had. Wendy talking about how you know th th there's not just one way out; there is another way out. You know, and, and, but she, her options keep narrowing, just like they did that. I mean, really. There's a lot of parallels here, but I should go back and watch that episode again because I think that this season plays off of that episode quite a lot. I'll watch Game she, Day again. And she she talked, Wendy talked a lot about her father and her upbringing in that episode, actually. So mm. eh, I don't know. I don't know. I may have to do that. Anyway, Wilkes is keen to help Rachel and Ruth get back at Wendy, including selling his shares to Ruth. 
And they can put it all in Rachel's name. That's the easy way. Or they can try to get Ruth's record expunged. And I like uh, Rachel's line here. You know, you, you own half the land in the county. Um, you own half the land in the county and operate an almost successful motel. You're a redneck success story. <laughs> yeah. I They do note that they can have a controlling share among themselves. So I, I, yes. I, I don't know the percentages. I don't care to know the percentages. Just, yeah, whatever. Sounds good. Yeah. So <laughs> Dar- Darlene, Darlene Wilkes, the birds... Uh, but the birds, how do they have a control? How do they not have a controlling share? Because that all of Omar Navarro's shares are got to be in the bird's name, right? No, but it must be like that's under the books, though. It's like the birds actually own the casino in name, like the bird for whoever owns it. But like, really, Navarro owns it. Like that's just right in name. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so maybe uh, they're trying to get a bigger percentage in name, and then birds and Navarro will have. Not a controlling share. Uh, listen, that like I said, I'm not. I'm not gonna worry about. It. I'm just gonna go with it. It's not a not yeah. a big deal. I think not, that's that's not, yeah, not a record. They they won me over this toy line by the sole fact I never thought about the fact that someone should inherit Darlene's things and by yep. and they've won me over, so they've got me yeah. there. All right, sounds good. I, I and I agree. All right, Sam attends Annalise's Bible study and she wants to baptize him. He can't remember why he stopped going to Sunday school. So this, Annalise wants to baptize him. Nathan is packing up. They're going to, what did he say? Something about uh, pulling up the tent poles or something like that. <laughs> anyway, they're leaving though. They're leaving. Yeah. Fun to grant out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently people have to go back to work. Now. <laughs> <laughs> they're out of vacation time. <laughs> so Nathan's packing up and he wants Charlotte and Jonah to move in with him. Okay. Uh, this next scene is also on my short list of scenes that I love. Judge Mayhew meets with Ruth, and Judge Mayhew really wants to see that Ruth has changed. She's even going to do a drop-in visit, uh, and this actually, she says, Ruth says, "This is everything to me." Uh, cleaning her record, though, would forever link Ruth to Judge Mayhew. So if Ruth screws up, it's on Judge Mayhew. So makes sense. But here, I mean, here, here we have some confession and absolution, right? Or potential absolution, anyway. Nathan serves Wendy a petition to get custody of the kids or take them to family court. Those are her options. Sign the papers, give them to me right now, or we're going to family court where Mel is ready to testify. And I don't think you want him testifying. <laughs> Wendy is pretty upset with this, and Charlotte tells Marty and Wendy, that they agreed to go with him because they want to protect their parents, Marty and Wendy. Grandpa's not going anywhere, and this will at least get him off your back. Which Do you think that's, do, do you think that's actually how she feels, or do you think she's I saying think that to please Wendy? I think that's how she's justifying it. I think she I mean, genuinely... Yeah. yeah, after seeing the last scene, I think that they both genuinely want to go, but Charlotte is smart enough to realize that if she says this, it might placate Wendy enough for her to say, ah, I guess you're right. But what she's not realizing is that what Wendy worries most about is Nathan. She would say brainwashing her kids and turning them against her. That is what she would say. Yeah. Although I, I don't, I don't think they're, I think they're already against her. (laughs) It seems pretty clear. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think she realizes it quite. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, anyway, Wendy's plan to stop this from happening is to make sure that Mel never makes it to court, which sounded very ominous. I know. I was like, oh, they're going to kill <laughs> Mel? Or, yeah. like, Wait, like, uh, threaten him? Oh, my goodness. In yeah. fact, they, like, I'll give him this. This is like the best thing like Wendy's ever done to someone to get him out of her way. Like normally <laughs> it's like I'm going to threaten him. I'm going to do something. I'm going to kill him. She does she's she's good at bribing people too. You know, I mean that she, is true. She, got, she does bribe a lot of politicians and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she needs to work with. She doesn't even work with Mel. Like yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but you know, but she she kind of uh placated the widow of the senator, right, by making a huge donation to to her charitable foundation. And you know, and she, she does she does this from time to time. I remember um it was sometime in the first half of the season with Claire, uh, where where she was uh, 
I think it was City on the Make, maybe, where she shifted gears from, you know, threatening to, to uh, you know, the, the, from, from the stick to the carrot she shifted, I think, or from the carrot to the stick, I can't remember. But anyway, she, she's, she's, she's good at both. She's good at both. She's good at but both. This, this is not what she, <laughs> what she meant. She, she did not mean to imply that they take him out. Take care of him. Yeah. Yeah. Literally <laughs> take care. Well, not, not, not that. Yeah, we're going to take care of our good male. We're going to give him back a yeah. job. <laughs> exactly. All right. Robbie comes over to Ruth's to tell her that they arrested Timothy Wheeling for Wyatt's murder because he had Wyatt's guitar. And she thinks that he's being nice because she has new money. And she's probably right. He just wants justice. Yeah, bring, okay. bring it. Bring us some peace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, peace. There's there, there. We are peace. You know, peace doesn't come from this. Peace doesn't come from revenge. Peace comes from. Do you remember? Contrition, Pockets. confession, uh, absolution, and penance. Right. <laughs> so uh, this is going to lead to some significant moral quandary and unrest on Ruth's part because this, you know, a relatively innocent man is in prison because and she could say she could easily get him out and say he didn't do it i know who did it so but that would lead to many more questions than her on the other side of the cell oh wonderful <laughs> she will turn herself so like kill wendy and turn herself in oh she already had her chance though Whatever. i don't know i don't know she's indelibly tied to judge mayhew now so she's not she's supposed to be good ah, screw judge mayhew <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> All right. Well, Wendy and Marty tell Schaefer that they what they want. They want Mel back at the Chicago Police Department. And Schaefer will do it if they help him get his grandson's voting machines in, in is Wisconsin. And I can't remember where else, but it was at least Wisconsin. Michigan. Michigan and Wisconsin. That's right. So they refuse. And so he makes them choose. You can either have the Mel favor or I can get Navarro off the I, NDS, SDL, and, whatever and list SDC, it is. Oh, yeah. Who cares? The list. The list. <laughs> yeah. SDN. It's SDN. Okay. I would love it if, like, next episode, they're like, oh, the presidential election went to <gasps> Schaefer's president. He's won the swing states, <laughs> Michigan and Wisconsin. No one predicted he would win it. No one. <laughs> <laughs> like just said anyway that's right but i do like this idea of you know if you're not going to help me you can have one favorite pick which one you want yeah because because what i love about it is that's him telling them i can do both of these things but i'm just not going to <laughs> he's got resources right and you want him to use his own resources but i, I think that he's got to use his own resources if he wants to get it done mm-hmm. and if you want him to do that you got to pay up and that's how he wants to get paid. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So Jim, Jim's going to help them find a workaround for Navarro's list situation. This way they can just use Schaefer for Mel. So, but it's going to take time, as mm-hmm. most things do. Actually, literally everything takes time. Anyway. Does everything take time? Everything takes time. Not everything takes four months, though. That's the thing. Okay. This, this is going to take about four months. So, Marty and Wendy. Mr. Sal, I can make a pancake in no time. Mm, No, you can't. Okay. Giggle cake, maybe. You might be able to make a giggle giggle cake. (laughs) (laughs) In no time, I'm not sure. Anyway. So, Marty and Wendy meet with the police chief who accepts their donation graciously. It's very generous of them. But you know what he's always wanted? He's really always wanted a boat. (laughs) So, (laughs) apparently he gets a boat because he gives up the pay, he gives up the reinstatement papers to Marty and Wendy. Anyway, good for him. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I, boat sounds good. All right, Ruth and Rachel shoot up the other trailer. Uh, I, I, is that trailer the trailer where Wyatt and three? No, it can't be the trailer where Wyatt and three live. Like, it's got to be a different trailer. I always thought if three still the lives tra- there. Believe it yeah, or not. I always thought that the trailer next to the couch. Was the trailer where Wyatt and Three lived? Am I, do I have that wrong? Michelle, I've never kept track of who lives in what trailer, so I have no idea. I've, I think I've there's never a, bothered to keep track of the trailers. I, so. I think there's at least. I'm convinced they just randomly trailer. pick trailers. I think they just moved through our trailers. I'm, I'm convinced. 
<laughs> this one said Langmore welding on it. So I think this might have been the trailer where her father lived. I guess she because tells, Rachel is the, uh, not Rachel. Um, the judge judge. Yeah, is okay. It's possible. I can't remember, but this this is definitely the same trailer that she came out of in flashback when she was a little girl and then went up on the roof to sleep next to Wyatt um, in uh, The Cousin of Death. Mm-hmm. So it was this trailer. So I'm, I'm thinking that this is the trailer her dad did. Okay. So anyway, but she's shooting it up and Rachel joins her they've got a lot of room here now there used to be like so many more people living here like <laughs> at one point Cade Russ actually no Cade didn't live there well I guess well, presumably sure, before sure he went did. to jail yeah, yeah Cade yeah. Russ Boyd probably Bruce their Wyatt respectives III. like I don't know maybe not married but you know, whether they were married or yeah. not but you know whatever whoever they were with at the time like at least threefold more people yeah, yeah. More were living here now <laughs> now just two one of them being three yeah. <laughs> anyway sorry that, that again that's yeah. really bad i'm yeah. really bad i apologize all right uh so the next morning after ruth has slept on the couch because you know it never rains uh at the langmore residence because oh. this couch is just outdoors all the time so leather couch outside anyway ruth's just sleeping on it when judge mayhew arrives for drop-in and ruth promises to do whatever it takes to stay clean that must have worked whatever she said must have worked so well in the senior the judge the judge is like wow you know every time you did a crime you or a family mess like member got arrested with you hmm Mm -hmm. almost like they let you estrange but she says no nope it was all me yeah i mean that's which probably was was a test yeah like that's probably what mayhew was hoping ruth was gonna say uh, what she was requiring Ruth to say, basically, but but it's BS as far as I'm concerned. Like, like she said, I, from the time I was three years old, calling through cat doors for my daddy. Like, th- that's like. Well, no, I think I well the well the expected answer is yeah, no, they made me. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. see, like they were a bad influence. She's like, no, but I made my own choice. I don't know. Right, right, but but again. I think that's the answer that Mayhew wanted to hear. And I think Ruth knew that was the one she wanted to hear. I don't think Ruth believes that. I think she, she just said, she just told Wilkes, you know, my daddy had me crawling through cat doors at the age of three. Like as, as a three-year-old, you're not making a decision whether it's okay to be a criminal or not. But you you're still just, can be a criminal at three. Yeah, well, I guess, but you just listen gotcha. to your father. Your, fa- your father's just telling you what to do. So when you're a three-year-old... Mr. Sal, like, we've been over the Nuremberg trials before. We have? I don't know if we have, but the Nuremberg <laughs> trials, okay? Just because you're given illegal orders, you you execute them or whatever, you know, you, you do them. Does it make you immune to the consequences of them? Fine. I think that's her consent. I'm not adults. a lawyer, though. This is, this, is a three, this is a three-year-old, right? It's like for a three-year-old. Throw the, the book worst, at him. Throw the book at him. For a three-year-old, the worst thing you can do is disobey your parents. So, like, if, you're, <laughs> if your dad, who's going to smack you later if you don't do it, says, go through that cat door and unlock the door, like, she's probably going to do it. I like, I have a lot more sympathy for Ruth here than apparently Judge Mayhew does if, if what she's looking for her to say is... No, it was no. all me. I mean, yeah, I have sympathy for three. Oh, the thing is, like, she's looking at her record, right? right? And I mean, three-year-old Ruth is probably does not have a record. So, like, 14, 15, I don't know how I don't know how young she was when she got her first yeah. record. But that's a route that can kind of start maybe understanding whether she's responsible or I mean, definitely listen, if a parental influenced you. Like definitely at 12, 13, like can definitely get you to do a crime. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's still, but it could also be, you know, a 13, 14 year old can still do a crime of their own volition. Oh, for sure. So yeah. But how they learn how to do it. Like I I <laughs> I, I, I think that I agree Ruth, Ruth has some culpability here, but I don't think she has the level of culpability that she's claiming to have, or that apparently Mayhew wants her to admit to having. I basically what I what I took that as her doing that was her having still she 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 has respect for all of her fallen family members. 
Oh, okay. She, that's why that's why I took that as because she like crosses uh, her arms like ah, I was all no. And she just was me. shooting up Kate's trailer with a shotgun. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh we get to my favorite scene. The birds give Mel his reinstatement papers. He's very conflicted about the offer. And he calls his sponsor in the next scene who tells him to listen to his higher power, his HP, he calls him. Not Hewlett Packard, his higher power. That's what that means. Okay. HP. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, one of the steps in all those 12 step programs is having a higher power, whether it's God or the universe or whatever. It's, it's, it's always having a higher power. So you know, they don't, they don't always, they don't usually talk about it as being, you know, any specific God, but rather, higher power your so HP. if he's oh, yeah your hp mm-hmm. yeah you know honestly it is astounding to me that this is gonna end up the <laughs> for now this is my least favorite episode of the season because it's a really good episode <laughs> it is i don't so know good episode. It is yeah so good episode. <laughs> oh man anyway the, i i'm very impressed with the second half season here <laughs> I am confused. Oh, like that car flip. Like, so that yeah. car flip is just such an asterisk. Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, I there, there's an alternative universe, Mister Sal, where we're watching this, where maybe we missed the car flip scene, or they didn't have the car flip scene, and yeah, I want to be in that universe. I know. <laughs> I don't care if like <laughs> chocolate sour. I don't know what would be different. Like, I would. <laughs> there, there are things I'm willing to give up for that universe. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with you. Okay. Next scene is Sam's baptism. Um, during Sam's baptism, Ruth gives Jonah Ben's ashes uh, and says that she will be there at court. Her record is included. Expunged. Yes. Yes, earn included. Yes, the goat urn is there. Her record has been expunged, and she clearly feels weird about the fact that she has an expunged record. It's not something that she's comfortable with it seems do you think she has like the feeling like i gotta go commit a crime no I, the, oh, the yeah. problem i think that she's having is that she knows that this guy has been arrested for Wyatt's murder and she could let him out and she's not doing it mm-hmm. because it would mean giving up this expunged record yeah so and I, th- I think that's why she goes to see him but more on that in a bit in the meantime marty and wendy visit omar navarro who's with Camilla and he wants off that SDN list, not in months, not weeks, days, Wendy days. Camilla also, she needs more money. So she needs them to launder more money. And Marty susses out that that's probably to buy loyalty with the lieutenants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sensible. Sensible. Yep. Yep. Uh, Wendy screams in the parking lot and caves into Schaefer's demands. Gives him the voting machine access. I'm interested if we'll see anything with these voting machines. Like, actually, I feel like there's only two episodes left, but yeah, surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ruth visits Timothy in prison, wants to know why he stole the guitar drugs. He says he denies killing Wyatt. And th- this is, this is, I think, the key to Ruth in this episode. Like, she, she's in this scene, she's here visiting Timothy because. She has to feel less guilt about keeping him there. Yeah. Uh, so, so she's she's looking for anything she can. You know, why did you steal the guitar? You know what? Uh, and eventually, she does kind of come to the realization that this guy is probably uh, scummy enough. And because she says, you know, you sure is, you know, whatever did something and then she walks away so this really seems like she's trying to justify leaving him in there and he was making it pretty easy yeah so whether she will who knows but it hopefully yes. hopefully hasn't depends mm-hmm. all right mel gets coffee with maya tries to get maya on board with him leaving she won't though she it, this is clearly him permission grabbing right he, he's He's looking for someone else to give him the, the all clear. Yeah, you should probably do this. You should talk but, to him, Marty and Wendy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but his sponsor's not doing it, and Maya's not doing it. So uh, it's, this has got to be frustrating for Mel here. But uh, he's there, 
and he's not in family court where he's supposed to be. He's late. <laughs> I was, and, I so I, I, the idea of I love he had like a permission slip. Like this is me getting permission to uh, <laughs> go back to the Chicago PD. I just mm-hmm. need a signature. Someone, I just, I just need yeah. a signature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walking up to people, I just need a signature. <laughs> that could go. I'll be out of your hair. That that would be awesome. Oh, I would love that. But no, he's so. supposed to be in family court. He's not. He's late. The judge gives him ten minutes. Nathan calls him, and Mel keeps ignoring his call. Doesn't even know how to use busy or silent. Just willfully <laughs> every time it rings. <laughs> yep yep anyway mel tells sam on his way out of the lazy o uh, as sam sings wade in the water that everything he has is because of aa and he notices the goat on the way out which is astounding to me that jonah left it there <laughs> but i don't know maybe there'll be an explanation in the next episode who knows Sam's but scared I- of goats <laughs> Obviously, it comes like, oh, thank God that thing creeped me out. <laughs> then, then, it is boom. relatively creepy. It is kind of, yeah. Yeah. Especially knowing what's in it. <laughs> now, do you think like we we've watched the leftovers and and, and there's a, a prominent there's actually many prominent goats in the leftovers. <laughs> so um it's it's a kind of a, a, a motif that they use quite a bit. Uh, and specifically at one point it's used to, to symbolize the scapegoat, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Is is the fact that this is a goat urn meant to symbolize Ben as the scapegoat? Wow. That is. Hmm. No, I mean, I mean, he's not a, but he's not a scapegoat. And Marty and Wendy are kind of using him that way. Like they're, they're, trying to deflect off of themselves and, and but what is trying to deflect off themselves to ben uh the, the idea that he was uh, a drug addict like he he's missing because he was a drug addict he probably you know he was, he's I either see. running he's or he's high i see he's high or, or he's died doing yeah. something right irresponsible um that a scapegoat though i mean i don't know if it's a scapegoat though like is that a scapegoat? Like, like they're not really throwing him under. Like, I consider it a scapegoat like something you throw under the bus or something. Right. Like, this happened. You did it. No, we didn't do it. He did it. Yeah. Right? That, that, or like, yeah, yeah absolving themselves. They're just using it to benefit themselves. But I don't know if it's yeah. a scapegoat. Well, remember what the scapegoat is, at least according to the leftovers, the scapegoat, uh, they used it. They, they put their sin beads yeah. on the scapegoat, right? That is and true. The, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the, yeah, the, yeah. the goat was meant to take their sins and absolve them of their sins yeah that's so, right then. okay no yeah no no okay so this I'm is more to, to escape good as yeah more catholic confession motif okay <laughs> anyway all right anyway uh where was i oh yeah nathan foregoes the hearing but the judge rules anyhow despite there not being even the hearing and she says that they're old enough to decide for themselves and decide they do they are going Marty tries to reason with them. He's very rational about his arguments, um, but they're not, they're not all that opposed to Marty. It's Wendy that they're opposed to. Uh, and Charlotte invokes their previous conversation. Uh, and meanwhile, Wendy begs, I mean, be, on her knees crying and begging this, this contrition of hers begging nathan not to take them but he just he i mean he gets right in her face and just berates her like they are never coming back to you uh, and then marty except, except for the, the car scene yeah except for that yeah but marty and wendy go back to their car wendy who looks just broken smashes her head against the car door uh window and starts bleeding from the head which is eerily reminiscent of what we saw Ben do when Nelson took him. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He, he smashed his head against, his head against yeah. Uh, yeah. So I didn't boy, think about that. I don't know. I don't know. I might need to bump this up to a 10 to this is so hard. I, I think this I, is a good episode. <laughs> I know. I, I'm going to. I'm gonna give it a 10. I, I just I don't know where I'm gonna rank any of these episodes. I, I'm dreading our our recap episode yeah it, it's a good one i, I gotta keep it a knot 
I'll keep it a high nine. Like if the season was worse, this would probably be a ten. But mm-hmm. that one, I'll, I'll, yeah, it's it, it's a high nine. I know. I I don't blame you. I it's just like, oh, I'm I'm so impressed with how they've incorporated theme into this last season. It's just it's, it it just doesn't seem like what they've done before. But man, it's really really good stuff. Well, I'm excited. Uh, heading to the penultimate. I mean, oh well. I mean, before we try doing any predictions, do you want to check the time, Mister Sal? Oh, we should probably check that time. Yes. All right. And before we we do anything with the time here, I, I do want to. I would do want to reiterate. Mel would probably have been my favorite character if he were a votable character. Okay, so but not a votable not. character. So yeah, cross that off. Got it. Okay. So, oh, it's TV time. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't know. Yeah, it's TV okay. time. Yes, it. <laughs> sorry, okay. Uh, rating, yeah, people gave it a five, I think. Yes, they did. Okay. 82%. Okay, yeah, five. The question lies with character votes. Can't do Mel, which is kind of BS, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it really is. I, I would have also voted Mel. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think. You voted Wendy and the people said Marty. Okay, and I think you also said Wendy. And you're right about both. I did vote for Wendy and the people did vote for Marty. It's kind of unfair because I didn't really come to a decision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm torn between saying Wendy or Marty. I, what, I mean, I, why Marty is what I want to know. Like, what did Marty even do in this episode? <laughs> Poor Marty. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> Allison, Wendy just Wendy just is just Wendy this episode. Yeah, all right, fine. Yeah, I, then vote for Ruth. I, I, I really, I, my my conflict was whether I should vote for Wendy or Ruth, not Marty. I don't know. I don't know why you vote for Marty in this episode. Really I'm voting Marty. I'm a man of the people. Explain it. You know, explain it to me. Don't need to. <laughs> I think it speaks for, for itself. Only forty five percent of the vote for Marty. He did finish first though. Uh, I'll Wendy's, vote Wendy. I'll vote Wendy. I'll vote yeah, Wendy. it's, Wendy's the right vote here. She finishes second, thirty-eight uh, percent. Ruth in third with fourteen percent. It's a pretty strong third-place finish. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty for Ozark. Pretty split territory here. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, Wendy. Wendy should be the. I mean, Marty, here, just for the last scene alone. Like, all the characters we have right now, like Marty, looks the most like Nathan. So maybe we could translate those votes. Nathan, sorry to Mel. So Mel? Maybe we translate okay. those to, to Mel votes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's a shame that Mel and Nathan are not votable characters in this episode, but they yeah, are not. I, they definitely would have gotten some votes. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, any predictions for next week? I don't even know if I have any predictions. I don't honestly. honestly think I do either. I, I'm trying <laughs> to see if I ah no. I mean. Yeah, nothing. I, I mean, I don't think that car scene is going to be a dream. I hope it is. Uh, you know, what? I'll say this. One of us, we're going to get death on one of our records. Next episode? Next episode. I am going to say that Wendy, either, I don't know if it'll happen next episode of the finale, probably next episode, is going to have Nathan killed. <sighs> wow, that's, that's quite the prediction. <laughs> okay. And I will say that Mel... Okay, is not going to let this go. I'll, I'll I'll take that. I'll I'll do what you said, but take it back a step. Not have Nathan killed, but in such a way that she'll get the kids back. Well, we know she's getting the kids back, though. <laughs> you got to be a little more bold than that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if those come back of their own volition. Like they're like, oh yeah, Nathan is actually a crony guy. <laughs> That's possible. That, that, He's that a big actually, drinker. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that's that's more of a possibility, I think. Actually, yeah, yeah that, that actually might just be what happened. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> there maybe will be a time jump. Who knows? Which I that talked could... about so long ago in the first part of those. <laughs> Except that might have been for that first part. I thought there'd be a time jump. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. We'd have to go back and listen. But... No, we don't need to. We can just say it. We'll see. It's a time jump. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, so we both agree that. Somehow, I mean, we we know that Wendy gets the kids back, but I think Wendy's going to put the head out on Nathan. You think that the kids are just going to come to the realization yeah. that Nathan's a piece of garbage and, and go back, yeah, um, to the piece of garbage parents. <laughs> but anyway, uh, these poor this guy's just stinkier than I. Yeah, 
yeah. At least our uh, trash was hidden at our house. Uh, yeah. And anyway, uh, I I do think Mel is not going to let this go. I think he'll be. Yeah. Back. It looks like. It, yeah. It looks like. Yeah. Seeing that cookie jar. Yeah. Yeah. And we're uh, all the death. We'll have a death. You think we'll have a death? I. I Didn't Jacob die in the penultimate? Um, yes, he did. Uh, uh, but I, I, if, if we have a death, I, f- I have a feeling it's going to be Nathan Navarro. Or, or both. I think Navarro could be a death. Eh, it could be, or Camilla. Like I think we're, I think we're going to have a death next episode. I don't think it's going to be one of our characters. I think it's going to be one of the new characters, Nathan, <laughs> Mel, or Camilla. <laughs> I think it's one of them. All right. Well, well, maybe uh, maybe that's... we'll see the car scene next episode, Mr. Sal. Oh, well, I wish. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you, when we see that car scene, Mr. Sal, I would be so like. <laughs> I'm excited. I like the idea of seeing the car scene. <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah, that could that could be the shark that gets jumped is that car scene. We'll see. Anyway, all right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. This has uh, this has been a pleasure so far covering this second half season of Ozark. Here, uh, we hope that you're enjoying it as much as we are. You can email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Please do leave us f- those uh, five star ratings and reviews that we love so very very much. Uh, share the podcast around. We do appreciate that. And as always, thank you for listening. And we will be back next week when we cover season four, episode thirteen, mud. <laughs> <laughs>